Welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any future injections that might come our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace and ways that I might be helpful to you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible. It is a new American standard Bible that does include historical documents from the Founders era. Truly is a beautiful Bible for you and your family, and you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can download and print a copy if you'd like to follow along at www.fivedaybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 243, and we are continuing in week 49. And if you have just found the podcast, please don't fret about what day we're on and what week we're on. Please, you do not need to worry. And you can absolutely just join in. Join in right now, finish out the year, and then go ahead and pick up on all the episodes before today and let that be your year in the Bible experience. Or you can just stop this episode right now and go to the day one episode and declare that today is your first day in reading the Bible in a year. Either way, it's just wonderful to have you here. If you've been here since the beginning, thank you so very much. <laughs> what? an incredible year it has been. It, it, it's life-changing. Thank you so much for joining me in doing this. Today, we're going to be reading Nehemiah 1 through 3 and Revelation 5. So a little bit about Nehemiah. He, it, this book was written uh, around 423 B.C., and the book of Nehemiah, whose names mean the Lord, whose name means the Lord comforts, is considered a companion book to Ezra, whose name means the Lord has helped. In Ezra, the people focused on rebuilding the temple. In Nehemiah, they begin rebuilding the walls of the city. It tells us that once we take care of the heart issues inside, we can begin to address the character issues on the outside. Nehemiah serves as a marvelous example of godly leadership, saying yes to God's purpose creating cooperation among the people by casting a noble vision along with a pragmatic plan, preserving in the face of intimidation and discouragement, knowing that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Nehemiah and the fruit of his leadership prevail to this day in the legacy of the lasting principles he en engendered in the lives of those who labored tire tirelessly to finish the work. Prayer is always our most powerful weapon. Under the direction of God's word, wielding it and working together with others in cooperation can accomplish the greater works of God. There is no substitute for obedience and no greater confidence that produces both courage and conviction when we live lives of integrity and know we are doing God's will. Nehemiah's life is a picture of powerful simplicity in walking and talking with God. 
the book of Nehemiah, chapter 1. Nehemiah's Grief for the Exiles. The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah. Now it happened in the month Chislev, in the 20th year, while I was in Susa, the capital, that Hanani, one of the, my brothers, and some men from Judah came, and I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped and had survived the captivity and about Jerusalem. They said to me, the remnant there in the province who survived the captivity are in great distress and reproach, and the wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates are burned with fire. When I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days, and I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. I said, I beseech you, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God, who preserves the covenant and loving kindness for those who love him and keep his commandments. Let your ear now be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servant, which I am praying before you now, day and night, on behalf of the sons of Israel, your servants, confessing the sins of the sons of Israel, which we have sinned against you, I and my father's house have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, nor the statutes, nor the ordinances, which you commanded your servant Moses. Remember the word which you commanded your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though those of you who have been scattered were in the most remote part of the heavens, I will gather them from there and will bring them to the place where I have chosen to cause my name to dwell. They are your servants and your people whom you redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. O Lord, I beseech you, may your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and the prayer of your servants who delight to revere your name and make your servant successful today and grant him compassion before this man. Now I was the cupbearer to the king. Nehemiah's prayer answered, And it came about in the month Nisan, in the twentieth year of King Artaxerxes, that wine was brought before him, and I took up the wine and gave it to the king. Now I had not been, been sad in his presence. So the king said to me, Why is your face sad, though you are not sick? This is nothing but sadness of heart. Then I was very much afraid. I said to the king, Let the king live forever. Why should my face not be sad when the city... The place of my father's tombs lies desolate, and its gates have been consumed by fire. Then the king said to me, What would you request? So I prayed to the God of heaven. I said to the king, If it please the king, and if your servant has found favor before you, send me to Judah, to the city of my father's tombs, that I may rebuild it. Then the king said to me, The queen sitting beside him, How long will your journey be, and when will you return? So it pleased the king to send me, and I gave him a definite time. And I said to the king, If it please the king, let letters be given me for the governors of the provinces beyond the river, that they may allow me to pass through until I come to Judah, and a letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he may give temp me timber to make beams for the gates of the fortress, which is by the temple, for the wall of the city, and for the house to which I will go. And the king granted them to me, because the good hand of my God was on me. Then I came to the governors of the provinces beyond the river, and gave them the king's letters. Now the king had sent with me officers of the army and horsemen. When Sanballat the, Horon the Horonite and Tobiah the Ammonite official heard about it, it was very displeasing to them that someone had come to seek the welfare of the sons of Israel." 
Nehemiah inspects Jerusalem's walls. So I came to Jerusalem and was there three days. And I rose in the night, I and a few men with me. I did not tell anyone what my God was putting into my mind to do for Jerusalem. And there was no animal with me except the animal on which I was riding. So I went out at night by the valley gate in the direction of the dragon's well and on to the refuse gate, inspecting the walls of Jerusalem, which were broken down and its gates, which were consumed by fire. Then I passed on to the fountain gate and the king's pool, but there was no place for my mount to pass. So I I went up at night by the ravine and inspected the wall. Then I entered the valley gate again and returned. The officials did not know where I had gone or what I had done, nor had I as yet told the Jews, the priests, the nobles, the officials, or the rest who did the work. Then I said to them, You see the bad situation we are in, that Jerusalem is desolate and its gates burned by fire. Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem so that we will no longer be a reproach. I told them how the hand of my God had been favorable to me and also about the king's words, which he had spoken to me. Then they said, Let us arise and build. So they put their hands to good work. But when Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the Ammonite official and Geshem the Arab heard it, they mocked us and despised us and said, What is this young, what is this thing you are doing? Are you rebelling against the king? So I answered them and said to them, The God of heaven will give us success. Therefore, we his servants will arise and build, but you have no portion right or memorial in Jerusalem. Builders of the Walls, Chapter 3 Then Eliashib the high priest arose with his brothers and priests and built the sheep gate. They consecrated it and hung its doors. They consecrated the wall to the tower of the hundred and the tower of Henanel. Next to him, the men of Jericho built, and next to them, Zakur the son of Imri built. Now the sons of Hassanah, built the fish gate, they laid its beams and hung its doors with its bolts and bars. Next to them, Merimuth, the son of Uriah, the son of Hakos, made repairs. And next to him, Meshalem, the son of Berechiah, the son of Meshezebel, made repairs. And next to him, Zadok, the son of Bana, also made repairs. Moreover, next to him, the Tekoites made repairs but their nobles did not support the work of their masters. Joyada, the son of Peseah, and Meshalem, the son of Besodiah, repaired the old gate. They laid its beams and hung its doors with its bolts and its bars. Next to them, Melatiah and Gibe- the Gibeonite and Jadon, the Moronathite, the men of Gibeon and of Mizpah, also made repairs for the officials, seat of the governor of the province beyond the river. Next to him, Usil, the son of Harhiah of the goldsmiths, made repairs, and next to him, Hananiah, one of the perfumers, made repairs, and they restored Jerusalem as far as the broad wall. Next to them, Rephaiah, the son of Hur, the official of half the district of Jerusalem, made repairs. Next to them, Jediah, the son of Haramath, 
made repairs opposite his house, and next to him, Hattush, the son of Eshabaniah, made repairs. Malkajah, the son of Haram, and Hashub, the son of Pahath-Moab, repaired another section and the Tower of Furnaces. Next to him, Shalom, the son of Halohesh, the official of half the district of Jerusalem, made repairs, he and his daughters. Hanan and the inhabitants of Zenoah repaired the valley gate. They built it and hung its doors with its bolts and its bars and a thousand cubits of the wall to the refuse gate. Malkijah, the son of Rechab, the official of the districts of Beth Hakshirim, repaired the refuse gate. He built it and hung its doors and its bolts and its bars. Shalom, the son of Kolhosa, the official of the district of Mizpah, repaired the fountain gate. He built it, covered it, and hung its doors with its bolts and its bars, and the wall of the pool of Shelah at the king's garden as far as the steps that descend from the city of David. After him, Nehemiah, the son of Azbuk, official of half the district of Bethzur, made repairs as far as a point opposite the tombs of David and as far as the artificial pool and the house of the mighty men. After him, the Levites carried out repairs under Raham, the son of Beni. Next to him, Hashabiah, the official of half the district of Keilah, carried out repairs for this district. After him, their brothers carried out repairs under Bavai, the son of Hinadad, official of the other half of the district of Keilah. Next to him, Azer, the son of Jeshua, the official of Mizpah, repaired another section in front of the accent of the armory at the angle. After him, Barak, the son of Zabai, zealously repaired another section from the angle to the doorway of the house of Eliashib, the high priest. After him, Miramoth, the son of Uriah, the son of Hek, Hekus repaired another section from the doorway of Eliashib's house, even as far as the end of his house. After him, the priests, the men of the valley, carried out repairs. After them, Benjamin and Hashib carried out repairs in front of their house. After them, Azariah, the son of Messiah, the son of Anahiah, carried out repairs beside his house. After him, Benuai, the son of Hinadad, repaired another section from the house of Azariah as far as the angle and as far as the corner. Palal, the son of Usai, made repairs in front of the angle and the tower projecting from the upper house of the king, which is by the court of the guard. After him, Pedaiah, the son of Perosh, made repairs. The temple servants living in Ophel made repairs as far as in the front of the water gate toward the east and the projecting tower. After them, the Tekoites repaired another section in front of the great projecting tower and as far as the wall of Ophel. Above the horse gate, the priests carried out repairs, each in front of his house. After them, Zadok, the son of Emmer, carried out repairs in front of his house. And after him, Shemaiah, the son of Shechaniah, the keeper of the east gate, carried out repairs. After him, Hananiah, the son of Shelemiah and Hanun, the sixth son of Zelaf, repaired another section. After him, Meshalam, the son of Berechiah, carried out repairs in front of his own quarters. After him, Malkijah 
one of the goldsmiths carried out repairs as far as the house of the temple servants and of the merchants in front of the inspection gate and as far as the upper room of the corner. Between the upper room of the corner and the sheep gate, the goldsmiths and the merchants carried out repairs. Revelation chapter 5, the book with seven seals. I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a book written inside and on the back sealed up with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to break its seals. And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the book or to look into it. Then I began to weep greatly because no one was found worthy to open the book or to look into it. And one of the elders said to me, Stop weeping. Behold, the lion that is from the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has overcome so as to open the book and its seven seals. And I saw between the throne with the four living creatures and the elders a lamb standing as if slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. When he had taken the book, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each one holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the book and to break its seals, For you were slain and purchased for God with your blood, men from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to our God, and they will reign upon the earth. Angels exalt the Lamb. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne and the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And every created thing which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all things in them, I heard saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and dominion forever and ever. And the four living creatures kept saying, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. And those are our readings for today. So they are starting to rebuild the wall. Lots of people are involved in that process of rebuilding. And just trying to imagine here in Revelation what was shown to John the Lamb. That is our Savior. That is Jesus and the description of him and that he is the only one that is worthy to open the book and to to uh, open the seals. So pretty amazing uh description here for us to imagine um, and to take in. So may that, may that bless you today. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this time together. We thank you 
and that we can trust you and know that you are the beginning, you are the end, you are in control. You are a loving God. You are a forgiving God. You you give us everything that we need to walk a righteous life. And we just thank you. We thank you for sending us your son to save us from our sin and death. Thank you, Almighty Father. We say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here. May this bless you today. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.